No, okay. No, only when you're angry. Oh, that, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it's episode, what is it, 108? This is 109, I think. 109? Whatever episode this is, welcome to the new episode of Lima Time Time. He is Patrick. I am James. I'm much more calm than I was the last time uh, we we recorded this this cursed podcast. So, uh, how you been? You mean blessed? What do you mean? It's a blessed podcast. It is a blessed podcast. That That's very true. I'm just used to self-deprecation and denigrating everything that I'm sabotaging my career with. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you been? I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, the, the Astros are still very good. They're very good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's and we. It's funny because we always talk about, like, can we, do we have anything to talk about on this podcast? You know, and then luckily, yeah, no. t- luckily today we do. But I mean, they're just they're just so good that we could just be if we were lazier people, we could both just be like, yeah, they're still good. I mean, that's what that's how I am in my tweets. I'm just like, yeah, the <laughs> the Astros are still very good. <laughs> I don't know. They're they are an excellent baseball team, class of the American League, uh, and and that's still true. But there there are some things to that that we can we can sort of talk about uh, that maybe aren't as controversial. Uh, or or what have you? Uh, but first, do you do you do we actually want to mention our sponsors this time? We talked about like I feel like three times last episode. We we're like, all right, we'll get to our sponsors in a second. But let me tell you one thing, buddy. That um, was that was that was necessary, and that was one for us. Um, yeah, I think our I think our sponsors would would respect that. Uh, <laughs> Bravado Spice is, is still it's just like the Astros are still are still great. Bravado Spice is. Still a uh, a great hot a great company altogether. Not even just hot sauce. They're doing the margarita mixes. I was at a house party with some some close friends over the weekend, and they just had the uh, the margarita mix there. And I'm just like, don't pay for this ever again because I can hook you up. But also, <laughs> it was cool just to know that, that that's how much bravado is out there. Yeah, people are just like, get, people are just bu- people are just buying it, and people are just getting it because off its own merits and not. Not because I gave it to them or not because I told them to. It was just like they just saw this and happened to get it, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I went to uh, to a thing uh, here locally where they had some different vendors set up, and it was um, it was cool. And I, I look over, and, and they've got like six or seven different Bravado Spice things. And I asked the guy that put it on, he's like, yeah, those are the Bravado Spice guys. I was like, what? And so I went over, and no, it, it wasn't, but... I thought I was going to get to meet James, but it, no, they just, I was like, you have Bravado Spice. It's like, yeah, we love this stuff. It, it's flying off the shelves. People love it. So good for them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're killing it. So uh, They could beat the Dodgers in the World Series. Uh, I mean, they could definitely give them, definitely give them a game for sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, we love Bravado Spice and we like to give them hell for not giving us the money we deserve. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's a product we both, we both like, we both use, we believe in. And they've believed in us as a podcast. So I mean, we at the end, also at the end of the day, like 
they're also letting us say their name on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Very so, sweet of them. Yeah. So yeah, that's something that we have to think about. Like we're we're <laughs> not only you yelling; it's it's mostly me yelling controversial stuff. They they <laughs> they allow us to uh, to align with them, and I think there's definitely something to be said for that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so bravado spice, it's the spice of your life. Um, the only other sponsor we have this week is is something that's very it's a it's a selfish move. Um, I am I'm producing a show at Secret Group. It's a monthly show. It's called uh, Most Valuable Player Haters, <laughs> and it's a uh, it's a stand up comedy show, and then also a segment based panel show after where we're going to talk some sports and do hot takes. So uh, August twenty fourth, come out to uh, Secret Group. Uh, doors at nine thirty. Shows at ten. It's uh, five dollar tickets advance. Seven dollars the uh, the the day of and we're just it's a it's a sports talk civic based comedy show so you can watch the best local comedians flex their grossly inflated sense of sports knowledge aside from me <laughs> aside from me and uh, as an audience member you you too can have an opportunity to get involved you'll uh, have your chance to argue your hot takes against a panel of comics and we will absolutely obliterate you don't do that um it's gonna be great uh this this month is gonna have we're gonna have Grady Pruitt on who is 2018 funniest in Texas winner uh, myself who will be a panelist every time because I'm great uh, <laughs> one of my favorite comics Trey Tutson and uh, and then the other two hosts of the show Doug Dalton and Zach Dixon they're great um, it's gonna be fun so so come out and uh, and or don't I don't care let's let's get to our show can audience members just yell the entire time no that will be policed this will be something that i will watch very closely to see how other people do this because i yeah (laughs) because i will not have a a a repeat of uh, what happened at our live show yes so yes yes so come out so yeah august 24th it's called uh mvph most valuable player haters uh it's gonna be a great show really good name so uh yeah come out we uh we think it will be fun and if it's not then you got tricked so there you go. So what, what, welcome to our podcast, Lima Time Time. Yeah, uh, I guess let's start. Let's start with the absolute destruction of the of the Orioles. Um, I guess with, I guess the whole Orioles series is, is was really interesting because it was three extremely different games. Yeah. Uh, within a span of like I don't know forty eight hours. Um, so you had the three two win that Friday night where they you know it. I think we were all expecting, you know, everyone knew how bad the Orioles were and we know what stage they're in, in their organizational rebuild. Uh, and the, the Astros got some hits, but couldn't find runs. And, uh, the, the lesser intelligent of, of, of Astros Twitter were like, this sucks. Like, how do you only score three against the Orioles? Um, and then, and then there was that Saturday game, which at first, I don't know how you felt, uh, if you if you were watching it or if you were just kind of following along on on the at bat app, at first it was really fun, and then I just started to feel bad. I felt ter- I felt terrible for him. I mean, good for Jordan. He needs his stats. That dude needs to be AL Rookie of the Year for sure. But but holy crap! Like that was just that was just destruction. It, it was it was, and that's why nothing was nothing else in a series was important after that. That was the message. That was the uh, that was the bomb. That was the H bomb that people were were wanting. 
Yeah, uh, that was a, a big time, like just Netflix all over, all over. As like Luno said, he was sitting up there with like, you know, the old Astros guys that are now with Baltimore. And he's like, I, I just had to leave. Like it, it, just, it just got really strange. And so like, I don't know. That just, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it mad. wasn't, it wasn't personal when you're, when you're a competitor and you're playing that and all everybody's hitting, I, I felt the most, the worst when that, when position player starts pitching. And then that's that's yeah. when it got a little much for me. But I'm I'm looking at there. I'm like I want them to to break selfishly. I want them to break the the hits record for the franchise. Uh-huh. Um, I mean we we were there a few years ago, and it's been a yeah. while now. And we we've I mean we've won, we've had a World Series. We've fully recovered. But I remember those days, and it's not like I I wasn't like I I do feel sorry for them. But I'm just like ah, uh, this is this is part of the deal. It was like a fraternity hazing. It was like, yeah, you got <laughs> you got to go, you got to go through this to get to the ultimate goal. And it says we we've, we've been there before you, so we we are hazing you. But if <laughs> you want to get if you want to get back perfect. and you want to win the 2024 World Series, then you got to go through these these lumps. You know, <laughs> that's that's a perfect analogy. Unreal. That's good. That's exactly what it was. It was just murder. I mean, it was like there was just. I mean, good God. I mean, it was it was nine zero before the end of the third, and 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 then I mean to to it's really hard to to score twenty runs. Yes, like, it's it's really hard to beat a team by twenty one runs, and and it's not like the Orioles had any expectations i mean they know what what's happening right they're, and their fans know what's no one showed up to the ballpark thinking why uh, you know maybe if you were if you're a seven-year-old you think like oh it'd be fun to watch the orioles win this game uh and and no like that but, they just saw unspeakable but, but you know when you're when you're that bad like that's when you start that's when you start looking at it at a uh, at a game-by-game basis and also, you come out to to watch them play the greats. So right yeah. right now, the cream of the American League are the Houston Astros. Yeah, and I, I'd like to give a shout out to to the Astros fans who are given a uh, they're probably given more of an opportunity to be boisterous. But just uh, like uh, even even the game yesterday. Um. Like when after the after the inside the park, well, it was after the triple with the yeah, with, with the air inside the park home run for Astros fans. I'll, I'll say it. Um, I mean the the crowd. It was it was there were a lot of Astros fans there, and fans Great are starting. Crowd. Yeah, fans are starting to travel. Um, to I, I don't know. I guess I don't know if you're getting deals. Being uh, granted that Camden Yard is empty. I don't know, but it was. Uh, I've never seen something like that with a series like a like a Baltimore, which I Camden Yards is one of my favorite stadiums. Uh, it's definitely worth the trip, but it's not. That's not one where you would expect to see a lot of people taking taking the vacation, the road trip. You know, that's that's Yankee Stadium. That's what they did in Boston a couple times, where you're like, wow, the, the Astros really traveled. So I, I was really impressed with the uh, Astros fans be away games. But yeah, poor Baltimore. Yeah, no, that was great. Poor Baltimore. Hopefully they get back. I've I've always had a soft spot in my heart for them. So shout out to Baltimore. Yeah, I've never I've never minded I've never minded the Orioles. It's fine. It, it was fun in the in the mid '90s when they were like really good. Um, and the Yankees always did something to them to cheat, probably. 
some dude yeah, in a tracksuit. Yeah, it was before the yeah, it was be- <laughs> before the Red Sox had their renaissance, and it was just like yeah, you had the Cal Ripken streak, and you had this, and you just they could never just get over the hump. But Camden Yard, yeah. you got the building in the background. You have just ah, it was just, just a cool spot. Not an old stadium, but just a, a it's sort of like I sort of feel the same way about Camden Yards as I do about PNC Park. Like it's, it's not a, it's not a historic stadium. It's not an old stadium, but it's just freaking gorgeous. And and they did a, a Camden Yards sort of set the stage for this kind of this downtown ballpark, you know, where you integrate <coughs> the city's architecture like into into your ballpark. And I mean, right. I've, I've never been to Camden Yards. I've always wanted to go. You need to. That I always thought I'd get to when we lived up that way, and I, it, it just never happened. So it's I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, you definitely need to because it, it's worth it's worth the trip, and then you can go, and then you can go up and and go catch a Nationals game. And be like, why did y'all build this? <laughs> this is newer. This is disrespectful. Yeah, Kim and Yarn has the per, it has the personality, and I, it, I think it's something that that stadiums of that era kind of captured that. Newer stadiums for me aren't doing. Yeah, and and that includes our our most hated Target Field, but just some of these stadiums just aren't. They're not. They're not cutting it, and, and they're not doing that same thing. I, I I mean, even the new new Bush Stadium. I don't know if it's even called that. Is is Bush Stadium called that? I think I think it is. Yeah. Well, they have that. What what the place across the street that they have the the museum and the the. And we hate. And let me let me just say that we hate the Cardinals and we hate everything they stand for. <laughs> but they've got the building and it's like three stories and it's like a grill, a bar. There's a museum, a Hall of Fame museum. Then then there's like seats that you have to have a ticket for. That's like sort of connected. But it, so it, I mean, the stadium is integrated into their their downtown area as well. So I mean, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. And and just to, to sort of kind of sort of put a I I don't know we might still talk about this. I think there's still a couple of things we wanted to talk about about that series, but even the way that I mean the way that the Astros looked like they they'd won that Sunday game, and then the way that they they lost it, like yeah I mean I don't I don't want I don't ever want to see the Astros lose, but I thought man good for the Orioles and good for their fans. I, how many times like we've talked about when when the Astros were going through this, did they win a game that that by all betting purposes, they had absolutely no business winning. All and of them. They all won. of their games. <laughs> all of their games. And, and they, I mean, but if you think, like, we just got beat by 21 and now we got to face Verlander, like, I, I tweeted, like, if they came out and said, let's not do this, like, no one would blame them. And they, they got a walk-off win. And, I mean, how many and times it was, And it was Rio know? Ruiz, too. With Rio Ruiz. And I don't know, he had two home runs in that series. I mean, I, I'm telling you, if you were a prospect... And they shipped you off somewhere. Like those prospects are going. They they step up their game when when I we've talked about this before. When the Astros come to town, like you you lock in a little bit more because you're trying. That's how you measure yourself. Right? How did you do it against that? It's one thing to to play the freaking Padres on a Tuesday, but when when the Astros come to town for a weekend series, like you and you're at home, like you you lock in a little bit more. And but I mean how. Like, those wins that came out of nowhere where you were just nicer to people around you like the the day after or that night yeah. or whatever like good for the good for the Orioles and good for their fans I don't again I don't appreciate how the Astros lost that game but uh you know they're they're going to they're going to lose probably 50 
55 games total uh, this season, and yeah. that, that's just one of them. No, I, yeah, I didn't have – I mean, it was – it it did come as a surprise, of course, because it's the Orioles, and after they do that, you're just like, the Orioles are going to Oriole and the Astros are going to Astro. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I, – I wasn't angry. I was just like – yeah, I mean it. That happens. That got got. I mean, I'm not. I'm not thrilled with Asuna. I'm not thrilled with stuff that happened to get them there. But and, and maybe that's just like being uh, sympathetic to the uh, the plight of the Baltimore Orioles and their fans. I, I I don't know if it's just maybe a combination of the both. Um, I didn't like losing that. Think- I, I didn't. I I didn't. I definitely didn't like it. I thought it was over once they took the lead. But uh, I mean, as everybody else did. But it wasn't. It was just. It was just kind of like a chuckle, like an LOL. All right, y'all got us. Yeah. Uh, y'all can have this. Um, use this to better yourselves, and we're gonna move on. And we're still playing the White Sox in the next series. So yeah, uh, yeah we'll see y'all around. Thanks. Thanks for that Saturday game. That was fun. I, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think Osuna tried to hit? What was his name? Cisco. The thong song guy? I hope, I, I hope not. I mean, because Bregman got plunked, and it was it, it was sort of up around the shoulder blades. Like that it wasn't, wasn't the situation uh, to do it. I, 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 I personally don't, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. That's not uh, that's not when you do stuff like that. Yeah, you're only up by two. I mean, I, I that's that's I, stupid. That's putting that's putting the tying run at the plate. I don't care who it is. If it is the Baltimore Orioles, if that was the case, then then whoever. Whoever okayed that hit, I have a big problem with. That's a dumb message to send in the last inning of the last game you're going to play against them until next year. No, like, I mean, there's I, just I, no I reason. Sort of go with, I sort of – and it's not like Bregman was like – had a 400-foot high – like he threw his bat 400 feet high up in the air like on a home run, like bat flip. Like there wasn't anything like – if it, and I saw some people – and maybe I'm just creating drama here, but I saw some people be like, you know that was retaliation. Like for what? He's a pitcher for Baltimore. Like he doesn't know where the ball's going. Like it's not intentional. Um, and so no, if it excuse me, if it was if it was intentional, it's freaking stupid, and you got what you deserve. And if it was just that you had no control, well, that's stupid too, and you got what you deserve. So dumb way to lose a game, but ultimately it's a whatever loss. Yeah, but the, but that just and and I want to and we talked about this before we did the show. Um, that adds to the uh, just the. I mean, this could be just lore or us creating stuff to talk about. But but at the the last game of a sweep, Verlander seems to be on the short end of a stick on these games that we we're almost locking in for multiple times. Yeah, that's true. Did I do Did I do any st- like research to look up statistics? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I just off of the eye test and feel alone. I, I know that we've sitting there and they've won the first two games of a series and lost JV starts and not necessarily his fault, even though he was a little bit off his game. His slider he couldn't throw over the plate. Um, yeah, he gave up nine hits like that. Yeah, yeah, he Verlander doesn't get knocked around like that. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. And when 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 he's giving up hits like that. And still, but still getting strikeouts. All that really, I mean, it, it's the strikeout number. He's the uh, third pitcher in Astros history to have five straight starts of double double digit strikeouts. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and is the only the second one and to do it all in like us. Like I think J.R. Richard did it like in over two seasons. Like it's the Richard. Last Why do you keep saying last- Richard? 
Huh? Why do you keep saying Richard? I, for, for, that's what my dad. That's how my dad pronounced it. And it, like, it's, I, it's, it's rich. Like, it's Richard. I can't, it's J.R. Richard. I've been saying it like I've been saying it like that for like twenty five. I don't know why I keep. It's because my dad. My dad also. Uh, I didn't eat a tamale until four years ago because my dad told me they were pig intestines. Like, like what? Well, well, okay, so it sounds like you got to have sit, sit down and talk with your dad. Like, but it's Jr. Richard. Like, it's, that's his last name. I and I've been saying every time I say Jr. Richard, like I know, like that's not right. But it's been it's, it's like for thirty years I've been saying Jr. Richard, and and I can't I can't get over it. Anyway, right, fair enough. My bad for Verlander. When when he has those games where he's he's getting not knocked around but but he's still getting the strikeouts like that really it just drives up his pitch count yeah and so you know some of those hits don't you know get get snagged or or he gets you know he misses the bat or whatever then he might be able to go seven or eight innings but uh yeah I mean that was uh, the bullpen's been been great it's been fine but uh, yeah not a great time for Osuna I mean to especially after how Verlander sort of kept, you know, kind of kept him in the game. Uh, bad luck for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Osuna is going through a thing that every every closer or uh, every back-end bullpen person goes through. And, every, I mean, you're going to have your ups and downs like everybody else. Yeah, he's, it's been a rough couple months. Uh, it's been a rough couple months for him. But, you know, it's it's still... You know, he's not walking dudes. No. It's not really a control issue. It's a location issue. It's not a control issue. I, if it's a I control issue agree. and all of a sudden he's walking two or three batters a game, I'm way more concerned than, than you know, than it's, you know, he needs to move his middle finger, you know, two millimeters off to the right, you know, and, and then it's fine. Yeah, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned at all. Like, I'm not I'm not thrilled with, with what's happened. I, I don't like blown saves at all. I don't like, but I mean, I mean, I've seen Ryan Presley get touched up, and that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I'm kind of, I'm still treating it as these these outings are the anomaly, and him doing just getting the job done is is what the uh, is what is what what happens, you know. And, and honestly, you you want to go through this struggle in August and not yes. October. Yes. So it's a good time. It's a good time. It's sort of the same way that that all the injuries happened. You know, at least this year they happened in May, right? Uh, in early June, they didn't happen like in August or September, like with Altuve and Correa last year. Um, you know, it's it, it's the the timing of everything so far has 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 been somewhat fortuitous, I guess. You don't want anyone to struggle, but you want to you want it to be in a time where you still have a double digit lead in the division. Uh, you still have the easiest schedule going forward, and the rosters are about to expand here in a, here in a few weeks. So it's a good time to to work your way through some issues, right? And like, okay, but like, and, and if you put it this way, like, if you side by side, and and some listeners are going to just love this, are going to start yelling at the, whatever they're listening to on. <laughs> but if you put Osuna next to Ken Giles, who do you pick? You pick Osuna nine times out of ten. Maybe some stats to. Uh, to disagree with you, there, there may be, but Ken Giles was the essence of being volatile. He was right, and uh, yeah. and he's punching himself in the face. He's driving his weird Cadillac on thirty inch rims, like like fucking <laughs> Trick Daddy. Um, talking like a serial killer. Just talking like a serial killer, just being a creep. Very and, odd speech pattern. 
Yeah, just not. And then Osuna. Osuna, I think the problem is that he needs to dye his hair back. <laughs> because you can't be blowing saves and then have like the, the audacity to have blonde hair. <laughs> the audacity is exactly the right the right term for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like, do we like it when Blummer did it? Yeah, that's fine. That was his whole thing. He's already a blonde guy. He's a surf guy. He's a California guy. He's allowed yeah. to. But if you're going that, then like, what? What are you doing? Have we talked about speaking of of, of Blum? Have we talked about the possibility that that we don't get Blum next year? That he goes national? No. Some uh, there's some some chirping. Uh, out there that the reason that Blum's missed some time is is because like and again I don't have there's no source I don't it's not like I have a DM from Blum and like don't say anything um, but the 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 word around the campfire is that that he missed he missed some games uh, I don't know, in the last couple of weeks and it's because like he's he's gonna go he's gonna go national that's I don't necessarily agree with that. And I don't. I don't only agree with it because it's not. Not that he's not doesn't have the ability to do that. I, I'd be proud. I mean, he'd be completely worthy of going national. I would love to have somebody like Blum on a national national scale. To be honest with you. Oh, and the same same rumor with uh, Julia Morales, who, who's also missed missed a few games. No, here no, they just they work six days out of the week. For an extended period of time, that they just deserve a few days off. They don't get weekends like we do when we go to work. Well, that's—I mean—that's the very logical, appropriate response. But like, but just but name like so like just because it's this time. I mean, they they don't take time off. Um, that's true. I I mean I had no and the way it was paired with um, two days off in between. It was just I think it was just strategic for them to get the max. Uh, the max rest for for those for those two games where it was Eschenfelder and our good friend Berkman, who we big friend of the show, <laughs> big friend of the show, big person that we support fully. Uh, but I'm but I'm not but I'm not here to like say that you're wrong. I I, I don't know, and I think I think Julie, well, I'm not saying I'm right. I think Julie is great too. I I think that'd be I think that's great for them. Anybody who gets the opportunity to expand their their audience and to to do their thing on a larger scale then then they earned it and, and shout out to them. Julia's yeah. been doing hard work for the Astros for years. A long time, yeah. Uh always uh, always been good to me. I'm I assume she's always been good to you. Yeah, yeah. We we've had a couple of, of actual like interactions and they they were both very pleasant. And yes, she was cool when we went to the, the Diamond Club game, she stopped and had a small you know, she was very nice to us when she stopped and knew who we were for some reason. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I don't either. But uh, yeah, just good people, and, and I would say the same thing about Blum. Blum's great, and Blum just the, the way he interacts with Astros Twitter and pretends to respect them. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> but just, but I mean, but like, but they just like they I mean just the 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 win, the word of the day Wednesday stuff, the stuff that he just he, Blum gets it, and I I respect that immensely, and I. I I wish him the absolute best. So if he is going national, then fuck it. Like, I mean, it's, you'd have to, I mean, it'd have to be some sort of offer to leave the, the golden era of the best team in baseball for the foreseeable future, in my opinion. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, good luck to him. 
I, I hope it's not true because I, oh. I, I I'm really uh, I'm really sold on the on the broadcast team. I I was never against it, but like I just hearing some some of the other ones and and then when they bring guests in, just like oh okay, we are spoiled. We have maybe <laughs> may, maybe the best in the country. I I think it it, it could. I mean, they're uh, obviously um, obviously we're biased because that's the. <clears throat> It's the team that we watch and listen to the most, but uh, yeah, even I mean, like Robert Ford and Steve Sparks, they're they're fun on yeah, on the radio. I so it, it's it's a solid broadcasting team from top to bottom. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's even being biased because I mean I like I all like for Rockets, and I don't know I know you're not a big basketball guy, but for what like watching uh, and you know with Bill Bill Orell on, he's a giant homer, and it's it's a punchline and it's hilarious to me. But like it's, I I recognize that he's being a super homer, and this is what it is. Like I, and it's it's different with with Blum, and even and even yeah. TK, TK is TK got a uh, he got kind of hit with some some criticism when he came in, and I I don't think it was necessarily warranted. I think he's been great from the jump, but that's my yeah. Point. No, that's, I've I've really enjoyed I've really enjoyed him. That's my opinion. People were saying that he was like. Just selling out on home run calls, but that's that's literally the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to get you don't want to go the opposite and get accused of being Joe Buck, who I've done a complete one eighty on in the last 10, 15 years, uh, where where it's you under you under emote basically, where you 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 feel like like you listen to a call and you're like, well, that doesn't exactly sum up the the emotion of what just happened. Like right. you don't want. You don't want that, so I'd rather I'd rather the guy calling the hometown game be like super pumped, or at least have some excitement. Well, yeah, you don't want to be, be you don't want to be Joe Sterling of the Yankees, Yankees either, where you're just like where you're just making up shit for every single call. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like yelling out Italian for Giancarlo Stanton, like he's not Italian, buddy. No, and no, just like all rise, Aaron Judge, and he's just, I mean, just like. Duh. Yankees win. Like that's good for him, but like that's not. I don't want that either. No, I don't need that. So good broadcasting team. Yeah. No. So yeah. Shout out to Blum. Hopefully uh, he thrives. And same for uh, everybody else. Julian Morales, uh, Todd Callis, everybody. Kill it. Yeah. Get it. Who who on the current bullpen staff gets sent down, or or actually probably more accurately gets. DFA'd or released or whatever when uh, Brad uh, Brad Peacock comes back. I I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of obvious names, but but you can make a case for it not being uh, Colin McHugh, for instance, or Hector Rondon. Like I, I think well, get Rondon out of there. I mean, he's he. I didn't I didn't want to like lead in with that because I mean he's obviously my <laughs> choice. He's obviously my choice. Colin McHugh is too valuable. Um, he's not going to be DFA'd. I, is, but, I mean, I hope not. I mean, and, and, and I, I think that, that Colin McHugh would, would tell you this. He hasn't looked good this year. And it's home runs and it's walks. And, and when he – I think the Astros are going to keep McHugh just because, like, he's one of those guys that could, if it, if it came down to it, give you two, three – Two or three solid innings in a postseason game when you, yes. when you really needed and it. And he's done it before. 
He didn't gain, he didn't gain five. He's, he's been he's been good way longer than than he has, has been below average, and he's been below average this year. And but but he has a a much longer history of of being pretty solid. And he also was uh, above average this year, like those three games before he kind of lost it when he was starting. He was as good as anybody well, he got, on the. He was as good as anybody on the team. If I remember, and again, my computer's on airplane mode, so that I can, so that the connection stays good. But, but he had, he was pretty reliable, and then he got hurt, and he was on the IL, and it seems like, and he, and they, they put him back in the bullpen, uh, and, and things just haven't looked quite right since then. But yeah, he had, he had three, four, maybe five solid starts at the beginning of the season, uh, where I think most of us were like, oh yeah, all right, cool. This is exactly what we thought would happen. Like they'd bring McHugh back to the rotation, and he would go back to what he did, you know, previously. Uh, yeah. And then, but I, I don't know what the extent of that injury was, and is there are there any lingering issues because of that? Well, yeah, I don't know, and like I, I honestly didn't agree with the team when they, and I put this in air quotes, demoted him um, back to the bullpen after those. I mean, and did he look? Terrible in those three starts. Yeah, he did not look great, but I thought that's just kind of even even money after as great as he looked the the three starts before that. I thought it was a little little. It was er- a quick hook. It was a quick hook that he maybe uh, somebody like that who has been all about the team, who has done anything that they've they've asked him to. Yep. Uh, I thought it was a little harsh, and I, I wasn't a big fan of it personally. And I and I and and Colin says the right things. Um, he always has. And has always been about the team, and I it just, I, I just, I felt, I, I felt for him a little bit. Yeah, but I, but I think that, you know, if if you're, I, I think the obvious choice is probably Rondon, but I don't know that you just real. I mean, do you just DFA him? I, I don't, I don't. You know, is is it that? I mean, they did it to Tony Kemp, they did it to Tyler White, they did it to, you know, when the roster crunch happens, like you better be one of the, you better be, there better be twenty. Three dudes better than you. I, yeah, than I don't want. I don't want Rondon seeing postseason action action for this team. I don't trust him, um, and that's a personal thing. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, good point. I, I don't. I don't trust him. Anytime he comes in, I'm like, what is he going to do to blow this game? <laughs> and it's something that it, it's something that's funny because like when he when he came over here, uh, uh, Joe George and and Derek Fogle, who I was doing the shift with, both from Chicago, they were just like, yeah, you don't. You don't you don't want this you don't want this guy. Like this is all we know is that he blows shit. I'm just like, yeah, so we started calling him Ron Don't. And yeah, that's very funny. I've seen that. I like that. So stupid. But yeah. Or wrong wrong Don. Um <laughs> just just but yeah, so so the Cub Cub fans weren't too thrilled about him. Um he throws hard. He has no he throws the ball straight. He has no break on his on his fastball, and he throws the, he throws most of his pitches over the fat part of the plate. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is I have a giant problem with, and I, I, th- I would think that everybody else does as well. So, and I think I think the point about who's going to make the uh, when you look at when you look at it the the construction of the roster, I don't you can't I don't think they can. I think the time limit for how long you can be on a rehab assignment, uh, Peacock has to get added back to the roster, you know, before before rosters expand. Right. But if you're if you're looking at at roster construction, you know they're they're not looking. Obviously, they're trying to wrap up the division. Of course, they are. But but they're they have the luxury of looking. You know, another step ahead. Who who do you want on the postseason roster? Do you want Peacock? Do you or do you want 
Peacock, McHugh, Rondon, name the one guy that you don't want out of those three. Rondon, get out of here. Yeah, so I think I the, think get the fuck out of here. Are we, some, Peacock's already done stuff for us that we can. Uh, Body of Work says that I trust Brad Peacock. Body of Work for Colin McHugh says I trust Colin McHugh. Um, it, given the situation, so I don't. Tr- Hector Rondon has done nothing for me to. Uh, yeah, get, get out of here. Yeah, I in, yeah, in I, the I nicest way possible. Get the fuck out of here in the nicest <laughs> way possible. Get beat it, scram. Be, hit it, hit the bricks, buddy. In the nicest <laughs> way, in the most respectful, nice way possible. <laughs> yeah, and here's a card, and it, it's a uh, yeah, it's to, it's to Papacitos. There's a gift card in there. Yeah, yeah, don't hand that to uh, who was the uh, who's the who's the racist picture picture that everybody hated from Philadelphia. Uh, what's his name? The yeah. racist picture. You said racist picture, and I immediately thought John Rocker. Yeah, but yeah, but our races, the redneck, just terrible. Everybody oh, hated Brett you. Myers. Yeah, Brett Myers. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Where they, he would be the player of the game, and they'd hand him a, a, a gift certificate to Papacitos, and he would tear it up and be like, "I don't fucking want this." <laughs> and he'd go home and beat his wife, and fucking write a country music song about beating his wife. <laughs> and Brandon Becky's in the back, like, "Yeah, I like all this." <laughs> They're like, he's like, Brandon Backy, you calm down, buddy. Like, this isn't this isn't for you. It's for me and my my abused wife. It's me, Brett Myers. Like, I hit my woman and I play some baseball. That's all I got. That's, that's all he's got. He's not a very good songwriter, actually. <laughs> no, he's not. He's, ter- he, did, he's terrible at it. I was like, I like, I'll I'll listen to pretty much. I'll give anything a shot. I I'll I'll, I'll listen and it 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 made it about a minute. Before I was like, yeah, I've heard what I needed to hear here. Yeah, I've had. What's funny is that everybody, uh, at least the the media people that I've that I've come to know, all that, that were around when when Myers was here, all have a story, and he was as terrible as advertised. <laughs> and they've all everybody has the same story of seeing him just yell at people, tear up coupons for uh, like free meals, just like, oh yeah, you're you're the. Yeah, you're the you're the Landry's player of the game. Here's your here's your free meal at Blair's. I don't fucking want this. Did I ask for this? Like and everyone's like, what? Like, buddy. <laughs> Brett Myers like, yeah, I got people to abuse. Can I please be left alone? <laughs> and was just, and then all the other players just like, yeah, don't talk to him ever. Like, don't ever, <laughs> don't even look at him. He's the worst. So Brett Myers, like, not shout out to him. Just ugh, yeesh. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, before we get before we get out of here, this is pretty quick. Uh, I, I gotta get a, I gotta give a shout out to, to Carlos Correa. Um, despite okay. despite all the odds, people talking about Daniela, people yelling, he is as good as advertised, and he continues to be when he's healthy. There is not a better shortstop in in the major leagues, and I and I do stand by that. That's a good call. I, I, he he has come back. He has answered. I, I don't know that he, he's answered every question. I think he needs to play 162 games before he answers every question. Oh, for sure. Uh, but but any any lingering concerns about his back should have evaporated months ago. Um, and no, he's a solid. He's still goofy. Like those those teeth. Like I don't know. I don't know how. Like how can Carlos. I could have bet you that that was going to happen. Like you get transition lenses, and then yeah, the next step is is big pearly white veneers. Just the veneers that that don't stop. I mean, 
That's Dan- uh, that, well. That's where Daniela comes into play, and that's where it's just like I, I feel like he wouldn't be getting those otherwise. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's just amazing that a player that that that's he's so good, like he's he's that good. He's absolutely amazing. He is, but he just does some really goofy stuff, and it, it it's to the point now where I don't. There's no way I'm gonna hate him. Uh, no, I'm I don't hate him at all. I, like, I'm never gonna not like him, but I'm like, man, that's some. That's goofy. That's that's it's goofy. Goofy is the perfect like, and that's a good term. Like that's it's a term in the hood too, where like you're just like like you're man, you're goof. You're goofy. Like just like, (laughs) but that's like that's that's a female influence. I there's there is no way Carlos Correa does any of this if Daniela didn't exist and he was just like playing with the guys. There's no way he does any of this. That's one hundred percent accurate. It's never. It gets. I'll never. It's one of those things. I'll never. I'll never tweet it out. But every time someone retweets that video of him and like the really tight camo, like yeah, like essentially like boxers, and and steps off that medicine ball and like grins at the camera, I laugh every single time. Poor guy. <laughs> he's doing his best. I love him. He's wonderful. No, he's killing it, and like he. he uh, longest home run in Camden Yard history was impressive. That was an absolute. That was in, uh, incredible, and to see like the uh, the Orioles media just saying like I've never seen somebody hit the, a ball there in batting practice. Just it was just yeah, that's cool. But the plays he's make playing the, the the defensive plays he's making are are just incredible. And and we've talked about how how good he's been defensively for for a while now. And it's yeah. not like it's not like it's a surprise, but I. I am surprised at how great he is in, in terms of movement uh, and how he leverages his body. Uh, he's, yep. he's as good as any shortstop I've ever seen. And at that size, it's something that we need to not only respect, but we need to, to talk about that he is, he is as good as anybody ever. Yeah, no, he's – I mean, he's, he's certainly – I mean, my thing with Dickie Thon is well-documented, but, but he is certainly like he, – he's – I think at this point, the greatest shortstop in franchise history. He should be. I can't. I can't think. Of, you know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, how how dare you slight Adam Everett? <laughs> Adam Everett was five foot six and 110 pounds, and how he was able to like fling his little clothespin body all over the field that was very impressive. But he might as well have gone up to bat with a pool noodle. That's as, that's as good as it. He actually did. That's the, that's the thing is he did have a pool noodle when he was up there. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Carlos Correa. Good job. No, he's, he's killing it and he, and he's back. And if, which makes the team that much better. He's back and he's hitting six. Carlos Correa is hitting six. That is that, that tells you what you need to know about this lineup and how this team has been built. That you've got Carlos Correa hitting sixth, and Gurriel, who's been the hottest player in baseball over the last two plus months, he's hitting seventh. Yeah, like that's, yeah, and it's it's defensible, and it makes sense to have him hitting that low in the lineup. But it's just crazy. No, and then and like and like in a game like that where it's it's like getting out of hand, and you're just like, oh, there's runners on base, and then the lineup turns over, and then all of a sudden it's. Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Alvarez, Correa. <laughs> like you feel bad for these guys. You're just like you, they really don't get a break. Like there is no, no break. You don't get you don't get you don't get a ground out guy. Like you just get like good fucking luck. Reddick is your only guy and shit. Reddick might not even play in National League games. 
Yeah. Because you can't, you can't mean because that. I mean, when we're talking about, if we're talking World Series. The yep. only thing else we have to talk about is that you can't. You're not going to bench Alvarez, and you're not probably not going to bench Yuli. So without the DH, like I, I would say that that Reddick's the odd man out. I I would think I would think so. But I mean, we can we can talk to that. We can talk about that like later in the uh, later in the year. I don't know. Yeah. You got anything else? We got we got forty five minutes of, qu- of quality content for these piece of shit listeners that demand these things. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna go back to reading about this this freaking cool socialite from like mid nineteenth century Boston. Are you still watching? Go- are you still watching Gossip Girl? Yes, I am still watching Gossip Girl. I I am as well. I'm probably way ahead of you, but it is it is as good as advertised. It's uh, it is a shut up, dogs. It is a wonderful show. Uh, and if I laughed off watching it for a really long time and I've, I'm, I've been kicking myself ever since. See, yeah, it's great. All right. Uh, I've got nothing controversial to say to you in the show. Uh, the Astros are the best team in baseball. <laughs>